Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Notes and Nuggets. It's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues Insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Yeah, you know what I saw was, um, which was a bad thing tonight, but generally not but uh, I think we just saw guys that wanted to, to be the guy um, overhandling not executing with the puck and not taking that extra second to make a good pass you know I was at fault for that uh, one time so um, you know it's it's up to that group obviously f- important players for our team and uh, you got to ex- execute in those situations and we didn't so um, you know we, we can obviously take the blame for sure and um, we practiced it this week for the first time in a while so when you, when you practice it you got to make sure you're ready to go that is Blues defenseman Tori Krug after the Blues went 0 for 7 on the power play last night in a 2-1 win over the Arizona Coyotes. Joining us in studio now is our Blues insider from The Athletic, the one, the only Jeremy Rutherford. JR, good to see you. Good to see you guys. Hey, uh, any questions you got? I'm ready. The only thing I did want to say up front is if I'm talking and the Cardinals have their end-of-the-year press conference, you guys need to cut into that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we Don't worry. We're, we're still waiting. I think, yeah. I think we're good. I think you're good to go ahead and finish this out. <laughs> yeah. Um, Man. First of all, I think the Blues, in, in the circumstances that they're in, they take a 3 and one homestand, right? Yeah. And you, you look at it, I tweeted it last night, they've won three of their last four, Randy, and they're 0 for 10 on the power play, winning three or four games. Ooh, what happens when the power play is yeah. clicking? <laughs> when, you know, that's what I've been thinking, and, but then you get to thinking and you say, is the power play going to click? So... You know, a lot of times when things aren't happening with a team's overall game or a specific uh, area of the game, you think, man, if you could really get that going or get these three guys going, you're winning now. What's it going to look like then? Uh, I just don't know if you can say in two weeks when the power play gets going. That's what we're all waiting on. It, it feels like it's just like a dark, ominous cloud over the Blues. You were there last night. What were the players saying? We heard what Tory Krug said there. When he's talking about the guys... He's including himself in that conversation. Yeah, he definitely did. And you, know, I think it was a couple of days ago I asked Craig Bruby with Tory Krug because he's been so prolific on the power play in Boston. I mean, that was probably one of the best power plays the league's seen in, in a long time when you talk about that group up there. But he comes here, and I think he's even had some good moments here with the power play. Uh, but I asked Craig Bruby, what are you not seeing with Tory Krug? And he just said the puck moving, the quick decisions, making things happen, being a step ahead. And not just with him, but I think we saw that all season, really, but last night again. And you think five on three for two minutes, Randy, that doesn't happen no. you know, a ton of time. You, you get 10 seconds, 20 seconds, mm-hmm. five on three, but you get a full two minutes, plus take a timeout, plus <laughs> keep the number one group out there the entire time. But you guys saw it. Like, 
passes that miss a guy and they fly yeah. out of the zone or you know guys are whiffing on shots that you know I honestly thought going into that 5-1-3 okay they're going to get a goal here maybe this will start to get their confidence and it was the opposite we got a good text here from the 314 saying how to fix the Blues power play All right. says we can fix the Blues power play by firing the Cardinals hitting coach <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're trying to we'll try anything <laughs> at this anything. point right? we're trying to figure it out poor Cardinal uh, coach is working <laughs> his job every time he watches every the Blues time, game he's like what do what did I do? Yeah, the, the Blues obviously did win the game, and and I think it's it's unfair to be critical after a win. But there are things obviously that you want to see better. The the power play being one of them. And I was talking, we were talking to um, Joey earlier today about Pavel Buchnevich, and he said he said he thinks he's still dealing with a little bit of an injury. Are you seeing that from him as well? Yeah, you know, and Joey probably have a better handle on that. You know, talking to the guys, and he probably gets a little more insight to the uh, to the injury front, but. Um, I just see a player who, like he said the other night, hasn't played up to his capability mm-hmm. in terms of offensively. I think he's doing a lot of the other things well, Kerry. Uh, but in terms of being in spots with a position to score, the past couple games he hasn't done it. And he came out the other night and said, look, I haven't played very well. So, you know, if that's nagging at him and that's hurting him, you know, I guess that's part of the equation. Uh, but even with a potential injury factor, I think he's had a chance to bury a couple mm-hmm. and hasn't. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that just watching him, one of the things that stuck out is when we had Robert Thomas on last year, he was talking about how he can pass Buchnevich any type of pass, and it could be rolling, bouncing, and he's going to handle it and be able to shoot it. And we're seeing that now. It's just kind of bouncing over his stick, and it, it could be an injury, or maybe it's in, in his head at this point, because I know he wants to score, but it's just you get wide-open opportunities like he has had and not even gotten shots on goal. I'm sure that's very frustrating for him. Yeah, and I don't want to discount that because you know it was an upper-body injury, mm-hmm. and I think one day we did see him, you know, he, he came off the ice, he went in the locker room, and he kind of bandaged up up top. Mm-hmm. And so if he's not able to have strength on the puck in terms of getting those shots off right. close to the net, like we saw last night. I mean, he got robbed the other night on, yeah, on the one. Yeah, that was a great play by but, the defender. Yeah, but last night, you know, an open shot. So if, if the strength's not there to receive that pass, these hard passes that he gets from mm-hmm. Robert Thomas and put it in, I can understand that part of it. But I think that a uh, little bit pre-injury and, and since then, it just hasn't been the same Pavel Buchnevich. We talked so much early in the season about the new system and how – the Blues were getting out shot on a regular basis, and they just hadn't figured it out. Do you get the sense that the system is kind of finally being assimilated? Yeah, I feel like it, and, and I think they're getting to a point where they're comfortable with it. I, I talked a, a few days ago about how I felt like it was broken into two. You had your defense, and then you know usually you're used to the transition and creating offense from your defense, but I felt like there were two separate entities there for a while. Mm-hmm. But now it feels like they're really getting into the flow where they're transitioning into the offensive zone, and that is leading into some offense. You know, we can talk about the power play last night, and I get it, um, but on the drive home from the rink last night, I, I got to thinking about what some of the players were saying. You know, they closed that game out, and, and, and they won a tight game, which mm-hmm. a lot of the games this year have been a little higher scoring, separation, goal differential. But last night, with a team that's had their number, I think the Blues are 10-13-2 against Arizona since 2017-18. This is a team that's given them fits, get some good skill players that burned them the last time the Coyotes were in town, and they closed out the game. So I understand what they're saying about, hey, we got to win. We'll talk about the power play later. we got to win. 
Scott Perunovich obviously stepping in last night. What did you see from him and what were the players and him saying last night? Yeah, you know, the two games that he played early this season, Brooke, there was a seven defensemen in the lineup, 11-7 formation, but this time uh, just the six defensemen, so he got some extra playing time. I think he was just under, what, 14, 15 minutes. I think he touched the puck a lot. Uh, Bally had the stat at one point that he had touched the puck the most in the game uh, for the Blues at, at a buck and a half, a minute and a half. Uh, I think that he did some good things. He was jumping up in the play. I think in that first Blues goal, uh, it was Perinovich who stopped the puck, put it back into the zone. Verona takes it around. I guess the ref steps on it, and Sundquist puts it in the back of the net. So I think that that play right there got the Blues going. He made a play, Perinovich did, to create some offense. Um, I, I think that he needs to get into a stretch of games, though, right? I mean, like he said at his locker stall a couple days ago, can't play game or two, come back out, and then try to piece this together. So I, I think the Blues are going to give him a stretch, so we'll see how he can kind of progress each night. That's what I was going to say is his performance last night, was that enough to give him some more consistent playing time? I think so. I mean, you got a Colorado team uh, on Saturday, another quick team. You know, I, I think that we saw enough from him that he can handle himself defensively. Uh, last night with just the six defensemen, not having an extra guy that you can lean on. So I think that he'll be in the lineup, or at least I would guess, and, and then we'll see how that goes. And finally, we, we keep talking about the Blues having puck possession, and that's another thing that happened during the course of this homestand, is in the three wins, you outshot your opponent each time, and the Corsi seems to be going up slowly but surely with each game. Fred Corsi, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think uh, for a stretch there, they had, what, uh, 35 shots in three of five games. So that's what I'm talking about earlier, about that flow, because before it was, you know, try to block a shot in the defensive zone if you can get the puck out, if you can, you know, find a loose puck, you know, then you're going to the other uh, zone and, and they, they just weren't working together. But now it's it's doing that. And I think that it's creating some offensive opportunities, a lot more shots. And I think the players have responded to Craig Bruby's directive of guys, let's just get the puck on net. You know, let, mm-hmm. let's just shoot the puck. Definitely. He talks a lot about the quality. I get that. But in this situation, he, he said it a couple times uh, the other day that, look, hey, I'm not opposed to quantity if it's we're just not flipping the puck. You mm-hmm. know, let, let's put it on net. And I think we're starting to see more of that the past few games. And at Colorado tomorrow. So the Blues will have their hands full again. Against the Avalanche, but uh, hey, at some point you got to beat them. Yeah, and I think the Avalanche will be coming off a loss, if I'm not mistaken. And they have the Blues have Robert Thomas on a five-game goal streak. Bobby, and... Tommy, <laughs> you don't want to jinx it. Yeah, and I wanted to tell you guys that last night uh, after the game, you know, kind of a serious little scrum with reporters. He's answering pertinent questions, <laughs> and I said to uh, Robert Thomas because I listened to the show yesterday. Mm-hmm. I said, "Hey, at least the opening drive didn't jinx you yesterday on your offense when they asked you about it." And he said, "Yeah, thank God." You know, that's, that's, <laughs> he said, uh, he had "Funny time." He said with you guys yesterday. Aww. Beautiful. Uh, JR, great to have you with us. You're heading in to do the, uh, the podcast, right? Last Minute Blues podcast with uh, Donnie and Alex here coming up. We'll uh, record, and that should be out later today. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues insider from The Athletic on 101 ESPN.